Rosa, we are continuing in today's Mishnah Yomi, and we find ourselves today in Perek Hay, Mesech Espeah, Perek Hay, Mishnais, Zayin, and Ches. So the fifth chapter of Mesech Espeah, Mishnais, 7 through 8. So Mishnah Zayin says as follows. Ha'omer she'shechachu upolim lo she'shechachu balabai. So it's an interesting halacha when it comes to she'shecha, which is that in order for something to be, for, quote-unquote, forgotten in the field, it must have been forgotten by the owner as well as by the workers. That's, that's what makes it fundamental forgetfulness left behind in the field that it then becomes the property of the poor. So for example, if you have a situation where a bundle was left by the workers, but the owner, quote unquote, did not forget about it, or or ultimately again now remember the the idea over here the idea over here is that the best way to illustrate this case the Bartunur explains is the workers are working in the field, the owner is there with them, the workers forgot the bundle, but the owner realized that the bundle was there. So because he realized it, ultimately it's not Shechachach. Conversely, or conversely, if the Balabais is in the field, he forgot about the bundle, but the workers did not. Ultimately, again, it's not Shechachach. It's not Shechacha. So you need both the forgetfulness of the owners as well as of the Balabais. Amdu Aniyim Bifanov, O Bakash. Interesting case. Let's say you have the poor people who are actively trying to hide the bundle from the workers or from the owner. So in case number one, Amdu Aniyim Bifanov. Let's say the a pauper, poor paupers stand in front of the bundles to obscure or to hide them from the sight of the balabais or the sight of the workers. Or let's say more actively, the paupers throw some straw on top of on top of the on top of the on top of the bundles. Ultimately, again, this doesn't count as shechacha. So, in other words, if the reason that the bundles are forgotten are because the poor people actively deceived or actively hid the bundles from the balabais, from the landowner, or from the workers, that is not called shechacha. Incredible. We now move on to Mishnah Chas, Mishnah 8. An interesting case here. Hama'amer l'kavos u'lekus ma'os. See, here's the or l'kum so'os, excuse me. L'charara u'la'amarim in lo shechacha. This is an interesting case here. The way, just a little bit of background, Bartanur explains that often what would happen is as follows. You would harvest wheat, you would put wheat into bundles, and you would often put those bundles into small piles. The bundles would then be moved, would then be moved into a larger pile in the base garden, the threshing floor. So in this case over here, you're talking about the following situation. Let's say somebody harvested the wheat, put it into bundles, and he took those bundles and piled them into kovaos. Kovaos means small heaps, like a kova, shaped like a hat. Or likumsos. So kumsos literally means hidden. Right? What does it mean, hidden? So imagine you go and you dig a ditch in the field, and that's where you pile the bundles. So they're, so to speak, hidden. Lecharara. So charara is a flat heap, or la'amarim, or just in, amarim just means small bundles. What's halacha in lo Ultimately, again, if when he's moving these bundles to these smaller piles, he forgets a bundle behind, it's not called shechacha. It's not called shechacha. Now, interestingly enough, that's because the Mishnah is pointing out over here is that the din of shechacha really only applies when the bundles are being piled 
in, in for the for the last time. In other words, they're being piled in order to be threshed. But if they're being piled kind of temporarily in a smaller pile, in order to be later on transferred into a larger pile, that does not create a shechacha situation. Mimenu ulagoren. However, again, if the bundles are piled in such a way that they're going to go from this bundle, right from this bundle from this heap right to the threshing floor, then yeshlo shechacha. In other words, what the Mishnah is saying is like this. The reason why in the first part of the Mishnah, when you're going ahead and you're, pundle, you're, you're piling the bundles in these smaller heaps, that there's no din of shechacha is because we know that the bundles are going to be moved from these smaller heaps to a larger heap. So it's not the final stage. Therefore, the din of shechacha doesn't apply. However, if you have a situation where you're piling the bundles in a small heap, and this small heap is the last stage. It's going to be taken from there to. It's going to be, going to be taken from there to the threshing floor. Then 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 again, in that kind of case, this is called the final stop, and therefore halacha lemaisa would be subject to shechacha. Very interesting. This is an interesting case. Let's say somebody's piling bundles of wheat, and his intention is to thresh it right there. So he's not going to be threshing it anywhere else. So, of course, again, in this situation, anything you leave behind the subject is shechah, because once again, since your intention is to thresh it right there, therefore, halacha lemaisa, this is considered to be the final stage, and therefore, again, it is subject to shechah. However, again, if one is going to, this is kind of goes back to what we said before, if it's in a smaller pile, and from the smaller pile, it's still going to go to the threshing floor, ain lo shechah. Ultimately, again, it is not subject to shechacha. So the Mishnah ends up by saying, Zeaklal, here is the rule. Any time that you're gathering a, you're gathering the grain, right? You're taking the bundles and you're putting them into a pile. And that pile represents the last stage of gathering the grain. Then it is subject to shechacha. However, again, if you go ahead, unless you have them in that pile, and then your intention is to move them somewhere else, it's not subject to shechacha. Ultimately, again, but if one goes ahead, and let's say gathers the grain, and puts it into piles that don't represent the final stage, in other words, that the bundle is only going to be kept there on a short-term basis, Ultimately, it's not subject to shechacha. Mimenu velagoren. However, again, if you're going to go ahead and when you put the bundles into a pile, you're going to take it from the pile into the threshing floor. Yeshlo shechacha. Ultimately, again, shechacha will apply. So to kind of consolidate this or condense this even just a little bit simpler is what the Mishnah is highlighting for me is that halacha lemaisa, the din of shechacha really only applies when the when the wheat when the when I should say when the bundle is in its final heap. Now, final heap could mean one of two things. Final heap could mean that the grain is going to be threshed exactly where it is, or final heap could mean this is the last heap that it's in before it goes to the threshing floor. But any kind of intermediary piles, the grain is not considered to be quote-unquote finished, and therefore halacha lemaisa, not subject to shechacha. Wonderful. Shukayach Harbonu, we just finished Parak Hay. Mazel Tov, wishing everyone a wonderful day. We will continue our session in Parak Vav tomorrow.